0: Hard heavy and Badass music for badass listeners. The pandemic hit the music industry hard. Few were hit as hard as Norwegian glam metal band Wigwam. At the end of 2021, the band couldn't get a booking. And despite a new record from Frontiers Music SRL, they were about to call it quits for the second time in their 20-year career. Then came Peacemaker. An offbeat superhero TV show from the mind of James Gunn saved Wigwam by setting the show's stunning opening sequence dance number to their 2010 song, Do You Wanna Taste It? Overnight, Wigwam was not only saved, but became one of the hottest bands on earth. A year later, they have another new album and a year-long tour lined up including a slot on the Monsters of Rock Cruise. The attitude of frontman Aga Sten Nilsson couldn't be more positive, as you'll see when I sit down with Aga on the day their new album takes Wigwam out of the dark. We ain't too proud to beg. Pretty, pretty please? Share Share our here with your friends. friends.
1: Pariahrocks.com
0: Hello! Hi there. Here
1: we are. Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you.
0: I'm Pariah. It's been been a
1: been a hectic day.
0: I bet. Album release day. But you're Pariah. Yes. Yeah. The, the Pariah Rock. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where are you seated? Uh, in Portland, Oregon.
1: Okay. Hello, Oregon. Sarpsborg, Norway. Here, ah. right now. But my my parents' house. I moved up uh, far up north, so I'm down here at my parents' place when we rehearse and do all the <laughs> the business
0: shit. Is that your old room?
1: That's my old room. Right on. I kept, even kept some of some of my old posters up here.
0: <laughs> right on.
1: One of the first the first week we had posters up there. My father just kept it, here. <laughs> almost like a museum.
0: They must be very proud of you
1: well they are but they they i think they would wish i had been into more you know quiet music <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not into hard rock I'll tell you that but they've, they've seen, seen wigwam a couple of times yeah i think it's fun
0: right. they prefer
1: going to the queen shows that i do um
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other types of music do you play all kinds of music.
1: Uh, and I am, um, you know. Uh, ever since we got started with Wigwam, you know, um, I've been doing uh, solo albums, and i I never kind of, I never kind of uh, wanted to to uh, release music that were like Wigwam music when I did solo, because you know I had the best band in the world, so why would I? Why would I do hard rock when I have this great horror band you know so I would rather do things that I couldn't do with wigwam um, to to pursue you know uh, persuade, uh other to do other music musical you know adventures so uh so I don't like singer songwriters stuff you know more more mellow stuff more melancholic stuff I mean to to um uh, to be able to uh, get that out of my system, <laughs> right now I'm working for this company, this publishing company in, in Norway called Arctic Rights, where I write write music for for other artists, where I can actually uh, do that, and I keep my hard rock
0: music for
1: for my band Willem. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's very cool. So you're so you you own the rights, the copyright to all the music and everything.
1: No, we are t- three songwriters in week one, but, you know, uh, for all the well, other I meant art, the band uh, itself
0: rather than a, a label or anything. Huh? I, I meant you guys in the band. You, you own oh, all Yeah, the we r-
1: write all our music ourselves, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so before we get too far, please allow me to congratulate you. The album dropped today. Out of the Dark came Out of the Dark today. Yep. So Congratulations.
1: Thank you. I've had one one hell of a release party here with my old folks. We've been having cake and coffee, and <laughs> <laughs> I played them some tunes, you know, but <laughs> on the on the stereo here. So I thought it was a bit too heavy, but they they kind of enjoyed it.
0: Very cool. Um, so I assume you're going to take the album on tour.
1: Yeah, now we're going on tour in uh, two weeks' time. Um, club tour here in Norway first, and then we're coming over to the US. And finally, we have we have all our legal, legal shit coming together. And uh, you know, we were supposed to be in the US in January, but now uh, it's been postponed because there's such a such a line there in the, you know um, with a working visas and everything. So they uh, couldn't get it ready for us. So finally, it's working out and. Uh, we're coming over in April, our first tour in the U.S.
0: Wow, that's going to be exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really looking forward to it.
0: Right on. Uh, looking forward to seeing you here in America. Hopefully
1: we'll come to Oregon. I just heard we're coming to, uh, you know, we were doing some uh, some shows stand in, uh, in California, and we're, we're doing uh, Virginia, and uh, of course we're doing the Monsters of Rock cruise. Are you going there?
0: Not this year. But uh, okay. yeah, I was going to ask you if you're coming your through.
1: <laughs> huh?
0: Sorry, what was that?
1: Not your loss. Uh, <laughs> you should have been there this year, you know.
0: Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> definitely my loss. Um, I just
1: heard that we were coming to to. Uh, we booked in Detroit. I just saw the papers today, so that's also going to be interesting. Never been there before.
0: Are you going to be do? Will you be attending the NAM show in April? By any chance when is that uh i think it's april 7th or 17th i'd have to check the dates let me see
1: i hope it's the 17th because that would be awesome
0: you know oh, that, um, so it's the 13th 14th and 15th there we are
1: wow we're coming over just in just about that time actually i think we're coming over the 12th or something yeah oh,
0: that would right. be something
1: yeah my my guitar player in Ammunition, john he he's been he's been uh been there for like ten years I think uh presenting on a guitar that we have here in Norway so uh, and he's been trying to get me over there several times but you know I've always been touring and busy so never had time but I mean this time that would be cool.
0: Well, if you're there, I'll be at Nam. Um, maybe we can connect. I can buy you a beer or a coffee. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't forget that. <laughs> I'll I'll have I'll have Gary send you my uh, my cell phone number.
1: Yeah, please do. Please do. How about that beer? <laughs> All right, big one, a big one.
0: <laughs> how is the how How's the beer in Norway? Uh, is it? <sighs>
1: we have a lot of beers in norway and uh, of course there're a lot of micro breweries you know it's been very popular now so ver ver much local beer around you know so, so it's it's getting better and better you know i'm not the kind of beer type but you know i, I prefer prefer um uh, red wine. <laughs> and sometimes you know the stronger stronger ones you know the uh, uh, especially the, the Moscow Moscow Mule I don't call it Moscow Mule anymore I call it Kia Mule uh, for obvious reasons <laughs> it tastes yep. much better than
0: <laughs> um, I'm a whiskey man myself but uh, yeah, I, I do like good... to talk to
1: I like to smoke your whiskeys needs to oh, be yeah. smoked yeah it needs to f- it, it needs to taste like you're almost in the campfire you know
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
1: that's the best one Lagavulin, Have you had that one from from Scotland? I believe.
0: Which one? When is you it? smell it,
1: it's like Lagavulin. No, I
0: No, very smoky
1: one. It's the smokiest whiskey I've ever had. It's like ah, uh, you can you you can really you you can really smell the campfire. I tell you that.
0: After you have one out.
1: sip and you come to your wife or your girlfriend and they say, you know, oh, you've been out to
0: campfire, <laughs> you know the barbecue. Thank you. Yeah, I'll check that one out. Check that Lagavulin recommended. All right. Um, maybe we, maybe uh, at maybe if you go to Nam we can go grab uh, you know some smoky whiskies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean for that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about the recent history of Wigwam. Yep. Take let's step back a little bit and rewind the clock a little. Fall of 2021 was not a great time for your band. (laughs) No, it was not. (laughs) What was going on? Yeah, it
1: was, but it it was, but it wasn't. You know, Um, because we were, you know, uh, on the creative side, we we had a a a great period of time there where we've actually connected again. So, so. if you're talking about being creative and being being among among friends and reconnecting again that was a great time but you know uh for for playing live gigs not that much we had a really hard time getting out there you know and uh luckily enough we in norway we were lucky to have uh, we were ab- able to, to play live gigs that, that were were sponsored by the, the cultural department of Norway. You had to apply for that and they would pay for a whole crew and everything, even though we could only have 100 people inside, you know. So we would play gigs in front of 100 persons in places that would take thousands, you know, and, uh, and we would do a big stage show and everything. Everything was paid for. And, um, and that was kind of our, our first gigs. And, uh, we were able to, to reconnect again, you know, on stage as well, because, uh, you know, face it, uh, back in 2013, when we did our last show here in Norway, uh, we hadn't been doing, you know, Wigwam at all, you know, and uh, that was, for me, that was history. So, um. So kind of finding, finding back to to the magic on stage, you know, it takes time. It's, even though it's your second skin, it feels like kind of, you know, a lot of things happened between 2013 and two, uh, 2021, I'll tell
0: you that. Uh, I imagine it takes a little while to get that, that groove back after so long being apart, getting the timing down with you know the guitar player and the bass player and then everybody gelling with the drummer
1: yeah. yeah but but the good thing is that burnt our bass player and Trump they've been playing together ever since they 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 formed a new band and they play with Jorn. so they've been pretty much uh, uh together uh, I play with other other guys you know like Eric Martinson and and the guys in uh, in Nordic Peace and ammunition you know and and my other bands. Um the drummer on the other side, he he hadn't been doing much. So he really needed to practice a lot because he had been playing in other bands, you know, after we fell apart. Um but for those for those shows, he actually he couldn't he couldn't make it because he had an operation in his knee. So we had to bring in uh you know a hard gun. And that hired gun was someone that had been playing with with burnt and, and Tron before in the, the Dracula show. So uh, it sounded tight and it was great. And then after a while, we brought in uh, Oystein and uh, and uh, we had to practice a lot because, you know, that takes time to, to find a groove. And now we're back on track and we're ready to go.
0: That's, that's fantastic. Uh, I'm loving the new album. So I've been listening Thanks. to it for a while. You know, uh, Frontier sent it to me to listen to long before the release date, and I've just been loving every song on it.
1: Cool, because you know, it's it's hard when you're so, you know, close to it, and you know, it's uh, for me now listening to 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 uh, Never Say Die. I have I have forgotten, you know, all the all the things that I thought about in when it was fresh, because then it was, you know. You, you tend to, to remember all the parts that you were struggling with and it, that you weren't kind of satisfied with. You know, when you listen to back to it now, I, I have forgotten all about that. So now I will hear with, you know, <laughs> your ears and uh, with uh, Out of the Dark. Uh, now I hear with, with my ears still. So, uh, but after maybe a year or two, you know, I will listen to it with your ears. And uh, right now it's like, Ah, I should have done that. I shouldn't have done that, you know. (laughs) Different parts that you you still struggle with, and you know, because you you really remember now, you know, the the different suggestions and you know where to go, should we bring in that part instead of that part? You know, it's still (laughs) it's so fresh. So and um, so that's I, I don't tend to listen to, I mean, you you listen to when when you make an album, you know, you listen to those songs over and over and over again when you write them and you arrange them and you you record them, you know, and final mixes and stuff, and to put together the track list and everything, and then you kind of just bury it, and then after a while you'll take it take it up again. You know? Every time I listen to it now, it's still too fresh for me to even you know to mean anything about it. So it's uh. It's kind of scary to bring it out there because, you know, you, you don't even know what you think about it yourself still because it's so fresh and you just, you know, but uh, it's good to hear that you like, it. and we were receiving great response from, uh, from, uh, from our fans and from, from um, people that review it. So it's, that's awesome.
0: That's great. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you're getting a lot of positive response to it. It's yeah, we do. We do. So, yeah. You know,
1: some some um, some might miss you know the old old wigwam style where it was more kind of you know uh, more tongue in cheek everything and you know we we were like a kind of a parody band especially on six six seven the Neighbor of the Beast, the first album that became hard to be a rock and roller after a while and uh, but now when we, when we got together we we sat down and talked about what what is wigwam going to be in you know the modern days you know are we going to still do do that style or how are we going to what's our new take on this band and what we designed was you know a good song is a good song and let's just forget about the image let's forget about what think what people think we are and what we were and everything in the history let's just make music that comes naturally and so that's what we did we just um sat down wrote songs and uh, felt a passion again for it. So I think we have a renewed passion for 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 our music and uh, and new 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 gained respect for each other as as both friends, but also as colleagues and 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 songwriters. So, uh, just the other day, we were actually having a conversation. You know, the, all the four of us we were we were rehearsing for for the tour, and uh, I mean, it's 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 good to to communicate again uh, the way way a band should communicate because you know especially when you don't you know we're not in our, our teens anymore so <laughs> when you're grown ups, you know you, you don't hang around you don't hang with people anymore like you used to you know it's not like we we we, we hang every day and you know so yeah. there's a lot of lot of time apart from each other uh and so it's even even more necessary to have those talks and to just uh, connect even though it's sometimes only on zoom you know just to be able to connect and to know how how your your friends are and you know
0: yeah definitely be like united
1: like a, you know
0: so if you're how will the tour be i mean if you, if you don't spend a lot of time together and then suddenly you're all together every day every night <laughs> on tour how's that going to go well,
1: <laughs> That was what went wrong the last time because we spent too much time together i mean we we were kind of you know even you know in the first tours you know we had to share rooms and stuff and that's crazy we don't do that anymore (laughs) when we come to places now there's been a couple of occasions like uh, no we we don't do sharing rooms. (laughs) no separate rooms please i mean (laughs) somebody has to draw a line uh but yeah i don't think that's going to be a problem because we have a much better, you know, uh, you know, the communication is much better now. We feel much closer, and we are, you know, of course, older, and we and hopefully a bit wiser, and and we don't, uh, you know, we don't party like we used to do. You know, the thing with band, you know, when you tour a lot, you know, uh, you will have you'll have different agendas, you know, and uh, but now, you know, I. It feels like we're all in it for the, the, the right reasons, and uh, that sort counts.
0: That That is really nice to hear. Uh, yeah. That's really good. So um, you were saying that you've changed musical directions a little bit, and I'm hearing that on Out of the Dark, uh, Forevermore. For example, is a lot more Viking metal than Wigwam yeah. does.
1: <laughs> <Mad-over>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it. Um, so what was that what was the genesis for that? What what made you want to go in that direction for that song?
1: Oh, that was the choice, man. Um that was the song that uh, that Trump brought to the table. And to tell you the truth, I was a bit like skeptical about that song because I thought it, it didn't have any wigwam dna in it Uh, it felt more like a song that eric mortensen could have written for nordic union or something but at the same time i i when i hear a good song i hear a good song it's a great song i really love the song but is it really really suitable for for wigwam uh you know and but, but at the same time when you when you make make an album you know it's for me, an album is a journey. I mean, you don't want to go to the same town every day. You need to take, you know, to take a hike somewhere else. And sometimes you end up in uh, Valhalla. <laughs> and, and that's a great place to be. But it's also good to to leave it and to, to see something else. So that's kind of um, kind of uh, an experience. And, and let's face it, I also have a song on this album that doesn't really have the the the, the old fashioned uigwam DNA in it, like Sailor and the Desert Sun. Those two yeah. songs kind of connect because they're kind of, even though Sailor isn't that Celtic, it still had have, have that, you know that that wooden feeling. you know, I was like going back to the woods and uh, you know smelling the Viking helmets again. <laughs> so uh, those two c- kind of connect and. Uh, of course, we have other songs uh, that you know will pull you back into to the the Wigwam City.
0: Yeah, uh, on on Sailor in the Desert Sun, I love the rattle in that. By the way, that's just <laughs> <Yeah>. really cool. <laughs> that's just really cool in that track. Thanks. So, I uh, this may be too soon to ask because you were saying that you know you're you you listen to art out of the dark and you hear what you could have done. Well, do you yeah. have Do you have a favorite song on the album, or do I need to ask that six months from now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, actually, there's one song, um, you know, that I sometimes can sometimes can uh, find myself just listening to in the car. Just, I just ah, oh, I need to hear that song again, and that's uh, that's uh, uh, Uppercut, just Sam. I really love that riff, man. I, lo- I love the production on it, and I it's blasting out. Full speakers in the cars, like <laughs> you get that that same adrenaline rush. That, the first time I heard that riff, and I brought it to my studio, did the lyrics and the the, the 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 melody for that. I mean, I just fell in love with that riff and the whole feeling of that song. There's something something about it that you know feels like kind of darkish uh, guitars, you know, but at the same time. Because he plays so melodic and uh, and it it everything just came together on that song. It's so heavy and so cool. I'm really trying to convince the guys that at, at some some point in the tour we're going to open with that song. That would be the killer opening for 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 uh, for a show, I think. Uh, straight in your face. And uh, We even have a great intro for that we were supposed to use for the album that never made it because we we wanted we wanted to open with um, uh, uh, "Out of the Dark," but um, probably saving that intro for for the shows. It's like almost like uh, you know a symphonic version of of the song. So cool could have been a symphonic uh, orchestra thing, you know?
0: That, that would be cool. That uh, would it's, be very it's cool. It's damn cool. <laughs> it's damn cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of imagining it. I'd love to actually hear you play that. It's
1: like... Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, big orchestra and silhouette. and boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And,
1: you know, it's a song about, you know, even though it's about being the underdog, you know, fighting back uh, in a surprisingly good way, it's it's a uh, it's a song about war also, you know, and um, that that that's how how the lyrics for me got started in the first place because I've been watching CNN and and watching you know the the Ukrainians really fight back and uh, and I had that I was kind of. A bit furious, maybe, and at the same time cheering them and uh, on and uh, and uh, and I had this uh, this song in my mind. I was just going down in studio, and it just fell into place. It was like wow, (laughs) like a like a battle song, you know.
0: So, would you say that Uppercut Shazam is dedicated to Ukraine?
1: Yeah, more or less. Even though it's kind of universal as well, it's like is actually kind of uh, you know um, the lyrics are kind of sad really, because it it's it takes the notion that good will never win. I mean there's so so much bad stuff going on in the world and it seems like like all the bad people in the world are fucking winning all the time. It's, so it's more like uh you know, uh more like uh a, a prayer for the good to, to 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 prevail you know
0: yeah and 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 we need things like music we need art to help us see that hope when there's a darkness yeah. you know when when like you said the bad people are winning we need art we need music to help us Definitely. get beyond that get to so we're not mired down in the muck you know in hopelessness
1: Absolutely, and that's why I think Wigwam um, in 2023 we have a mission. We have a mission to go out there and entertain. Uh, even though some, some, some of the lyrics are actually written by a guy who's been watching too much CNN. Has been, <laughs> been kind of, you know, uh, uh, affected by, you know, a period. In the history, where we, we had lockdowns, and there's been too many crazy people uh, having their say in this world, uh, too too much craziness going on. And thinking about the, you know uh, the, the the Capitol Hill uh, stuff that happened, you know, and and the war in Ukraine and everything, you know. Might be a civil war in the U.S. soon. I mean, you never know. People are sh- shooting each other, and they're you know the, the the school shootings and everything that's going on in this world. It's it's crazy, and it's uh, and and uh, and I think I think uh, people are getting you know I do afraid. I mean, we, 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 I'm more afraid now than I've ever been ever been because. There's so much tension in the world between the 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 the, the powers, you know, in the world, the nuclear powers. You have know, China sending balloons, you know, and, and, and spying on us, and you, you never know what's going to happen next. And who knows? One day you might wake up and uh, and somebody has pushed that button, and and so I'm all in for you know living life to the max today because this is the only only thing that we truly know here and now is maybe has become more and more important to me because here and now we're still alive and we still live in a world that is still kind of functioning and but you never know about tomorrow you don't know what you're gonna wake up to
0: yeah tomorrow isn't promised
1: it's not so uh, let's hope we're coming over to the U.S. to play a tour, and <laughs> and uh, if we do, if uh, if the life is uh, the the world is still you know <laughs> working like it does today, uh, let's just have fun and celebrate life itself, and celebrate freedom, and celebrate you know the the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Live life don't don't just survive live it
1: you know that, that that a lot of songs a lot of songs on the album really reflect on that like ghost in you for example i mean uh, if you have friends that don't do you any good get rid of them i mean you don't need there's so much negativity in the world you don't need you you don't need um, uh you know energy vampires you know life you don't need people to bring you down you need positive people and if if you have people in your life even even if they're family i mean cut them loose you don't need them you don't need other people to drag you down so that's my that's something that i've been more and more you know uh that care more and more about. I mean, the, the, taking care of taking care of the moment now. You know, taking care of myself and staying yeah. sane. <laughs> you know, in a world that's going completely crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I've had to cut some people out of my life that were just constant negative. You know. Yep. Constantly negative or or draining. You know. Um. I've even, uh, you know, unlike you, I've stopped watching the news for the most part because it's yeah. just always bringing you down. You know, they'll do they'll do a yeah. five-minute positive story and then they'll spend the rest of the, you know, the, the hour-long show on negative things, you yeah. know, fear-mongering and, and all that. And it's just I got to step away from it. I can't. I Too much. I mean, I'm I mean... not watching it.
1: There was a there was a period I I had to stop watching the series that I used to watch like uh, like uh, Walking Dead and other other ones that was too dark and I mean let's bring in some light let's ha- let's have a good time so um, yeah
0: if we need a dance number on the Walking Dead we you know <laughs> just a bunch of zombies <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> should have had that and that's that's why I think you know probably Peacemaker also uh, was such a good good series because you know it brought in all those. It was humor and it was like, it was, you know, it was great fun. It was entertainment, you know, instead of, like you say, uh, bringing all those dark, dark thoughts, you know, to your head yeah. again. Yeah. Too much dark a stuff going on. So, so, yeah. title Out of the Dark, yes.
0: I'm glad you brought up Peacemaker. Um, I see they, they had this opening song that I've heard somewhere before. <laughs> um, funny isn't yeah. it <laughs> strange uh yeah so how did how has that helped you how, how what is wow. the impact of peacemaker and using do you want to taste it in you know as their opening sequence how's that affected wigwam
1: well uh, in know uh, of course only in positive ways and uh it, it's been a lifesaver for for wigwam of course because like you said, 2021 wasn't a good year. Uh it was a very hard year. And um uh, luckily it became better. But you know, when when the peacemaker broke, you know, it was like so much good things happened. The only only thing, the only bad thing was the, the timing because we were still we were still um the world wasn't Functioning the right way still, you know, especially in the entertainment business, because there's been, you know, so, so much shows that has been postponed, postponed, you know, so it was really hard to, to get on those, you know, into those lineups and get those gigs that you were supposed to have with that, that kind of success. But yeah. at the same time, all the promoters venues, you know, they were kind of broke, especially here in Norway. I, I know they were... Uh, a lot of rogue promoters, you know, that, you know, went bankrupt because of the, the, the pandemic. And and it's been a very bad circle, you know, because there have been so many shows have been canceled because of COVID and because of the, you know, financial stuff that's been going on. And so people have lost lost money, you know, paid, paid for tickets for shows that never, never... Happened, and uh, so people have been more skeptical to to purchase tickets, you know, uh, uh, in advance. And you know that means the promoters are uh, strug- struggling even more. And you know it's a bad circle. I mean, I yeah. hope I hope this thing will stop soon. That people will uh, that the shows will happen happen, and that people will actually. Uh you know start believing that the shows will actually take place.
0: Hopefully. Uh, I'm I'm starting to see some um some optimism here in the states about that. Yeah, cool. But I've been to shows I went to um Judas Priest's anniversary show, and the, the place was only half filled. Wow. You know, so um, but it's, it's starting to get better. You know, at least it's half filled. It's, it could have been more people, but it could have been less as well. Yeah. So, and but the optimism. People,
1: people that attend the shows, they, they feel safe again. It's not like <laughs> when we did those, those shows for a hundred persons. It was like They were like. Do I dare stepping into this uh, (laughs) venue, you know? Can I get COVID? Can I get killed? I mean, now we're we're so much safer. But uh, then again, you know, uh, with uh, the economic going downhill, you know, because of the war and everything, people people really, really think twice before they spend money on themselves, uh, like purchasing uh tickets for for a show, you know, the they're really they're really uh, they need need to be convinced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
0: but you're but we'll get I, there, we'll get there. Yeah. And I, I think they'll be convinced for a wigwam show. So you're going on tour in Norway next week, you said?
1: No, it's two weeks from now. Two We're starting, weeks? you know. Yeah, we're, we're mostly doing, you know, Thursdays to Fridays and Saturdays. we don't do not doing, you know, in Norway, nobody will attend on a Monday or Tuesday. Maybe in the bigger cities, but we will mostly doing, you know, those th- three in a row. And, you know, but, but in the U.S., we'll do it every day, you know, more or less.
0: All right. And then are you going out into, you know, Europe, greater Europe and Asia after that?
1: Uh, first we are, are going back to norway we will end that leg uh with the monsters of rock cruise, and then we will go back and we'll do some festivals and we'll doing a cruise here in norway as well and um uh, of course now we we don't know what 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 we're going to make out of uh, you know make of uh, the fall yet but i really hope there will be a european tour and and obviously you know we, we've been, we've been and know that we're planning on getting back to the u.s as soon as possible you know if if it works out if if uh, the u.s uh tour will be uh is a success then of course then we are going to try to be able to get back as soon as possible you know yeah. because then we we need to build it's a totally totally new market for us we never played in the US before so new ground and you know it's a big country and uh, uh, and for the US, uh, you know, rockers were were a new new act, kind of, you know, so they need to, we need to, we need to uh, convince the Americans that we are worth their, the, the price of the tickets. <laughs> but well, we will do that. <laughs>
0: there's, there's a big appetite here in the States for your kind of music. And I love that you're evolving your kind of music. It's not strictly... You know the glam metal anymore it's it's a big chunk of glam but you're also you know like we were talking about with nevermore and um you know sailor in the and what was it sailor in the desert sand right
1: the desert sun yeah
0: yeah um you know you're going heavier you're experimenting i think american audiences are going to respond to that but they also love you know kilimanjaro do you want to taste it you know the 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 big glam singles um, yeah, that's cool. So, I think you're you're really going to do well when you get over here. I think you're going to love the audiences.
1: Crossing my fingers <laughs> and my toes.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um I won't take up too much more of your time. Uh August and Nilsson Glam of Wigwam, thank you so much for being on the Hard Heavy and Hair show.
1: It's Been a very nice conversation. Thank you for having me and uh have a great weekend and let's uh, see you there in the um, Hopefully at the NAMM show and and we'll have a a smoky
0: whiskey together. That would be nice. Yeah, okay. Stay safe. Hey, this is Tracy Guns.
1: Hey, this is Cassie Paris. Hey,
0: this is George Lynch. Hey, this is Red Beach from Whitesnake. Hi, this is Connie Bloom from Electric Boys. You're rocking out with Pariah Burke on the Hard, Heavy and Hair show. Looking for interviews with the rock gods of yesterday, today and tomorrow? Find them on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com/pariahrocks. Remember to hear the music discussed in this interview. Stream the on-demand hard, heavy, and hair show at pariahrocks.com. That's dot scom Also hit pariahrocks.com to stream or listen on a radio station near you the regular two-hour hard heavy and hair show with me pariah Burke hard heavy and hair is your weekly dose of hard rock heavy metal and hairbands from the 70s 80s 90s 2000s 20 teens and today including the latest new releases your old favorites and deep cuts and rare hair along with rock news and trivia this has been a pariah Burke production copyright 2023 pariahrocks.com The The home of Hard Heavy and Hair Send requests, fan mail and nude photos to Hard Heavy and Hair on pariahrocks.com Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at pariahrocks